What is up, guys? This is Eric and Kristen here on Grillo Talk, coming at you live from home because we are on quarantine. Stay home. Stay home, stay healthy, stay safe, all that jazz. Um, yeah, in case you guys haven't noticed, Kristen has been on my Instagram a lot. She is my girlfriend. Hey. Hi. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's quarantining with me during this time. Um, currently in the state of Arizona, we are under quarantine mandated through the entire month of April. Today's April 1st. Um, and obviously we will be, I guess, staying home until the 1st of May, uh, unless that gets pushed further back. But no. please, no, please. <laughs> but Kristen, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? All right. Hi, I'm Kristen. Thanks for that introduction. Of course. Um, well, I mean, are we going to talk about how we met or are we just going to go straight to me? Well, yeah, let's talk a little bit about how we met, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, believe it or not, sometime. Um, you want to tell the story or should I tell the story? I'll try, man. You can start now. You can, okay. <laughs> so, sometime last year in November, um, 25. I, <laughs> no, you're ruining my story, you're ruining my story. <laughs> so sometime last year, I basically saw Kristen on a friend's Instagram and I was like, what the heck? Who is this? This is, I was still in Maui. This is before moving from Maui to, uh, Tucson. And I was like, who's this? So I started stalking her on her Instagram and I was like, you know what, Eric, leave this poor girl alone. She doesn't need you in her life. She's doing great things without you. And then I guess uh, she definitely piqued my interest because I kept going back to her page. And eventually, one of these days, I went back to her page. And this was indeed November 25th, <laughs> weekend of Thanksgiving. And I ended up uh, commenting on one of her posts. Um, basically, it was a picture of her with her natural hair. Um, I believe it was like blown, blown out, out as yeah, well. It was like blown out, out. So it was yeah, extra huge. big. And uh, the caption said something to the effect of, so happy I went natural. And, um, of course, I commented on there um, something to the effect of, of course you are because you're naturally stunning. And then she commented back. And then I was, like, sitting on that for a little bit. And not too long, though, because by the end of the day, I had already dropped in her DMs. And we just started direct messaging back and forth. And, um, and sent me a voice I note. sent her a voice note. That's what did it. That got her, apparently. So, <laughs> gentlemen voice notes okay okay <laughs> and um yeah eventually that turned into um just conversating every single day which eventually turned into some video chats which eventually turned into video chatting every day which eventually turned into video chats every day and night all day which eventually turned into her coming to visit me in tucson then me coming to visit her in la back and forth and now we are in quarantine together which yeah. I'm pretty stoked I got to kidnap her. <laughs> yeah, quarantine's been, <laughs> been good in that aspect. I, I like it. Yeah, that is true. That is yeah. true. You didn't chime in too much, though. Did I, you, I, you did it. I was just was waiting. I was, it was good. You didn't miss any points. <laughs> well, so um, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself then? Okay, so I'm originally from Tampa, Florida, and I was in banking for 10 years, and then I transitioned into fitness. And I packed my house up and moved to LA to start my fitness career. So that was in 2018 when I got to LA and had no jobs, nothing lined up, left everything behind and moved to LA 
and started working as a trainer and developed my own business called Hype Fitness. Um, and I've just been doing my thing, personal training, got into VersaClimber, which I love. So I teach group fitness at a studio called Crux in LA, and then also been starting to work directly with VersaClimber to open other studios and just little projects here and there. LA has a lot of gigs and opportunities for people in the fitness world. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. where I am now. What made you switch from banking to personal fitness personal uh, training? Um, I just was not feeling fulfilled, even though I knew I was... I, I worked in like investigations, so on a larger scale I was helping, I guess, people, but I didn't really see that. Um, so getting into my own journey, losing weight, starting nutrition, and working out in the gym was like very therapeutic to me, and I started sharing my journey and loving the response I was getting back from people from just posting, and started feeling good, and I'm like, oh, I love this, and then just something clicked where I was like, I'm going to do this. I don't care that I've been in my career for 10 years. It's, you're never too late to be happy and find happiness, especially in your job. Um, so I just got certified through NASM. Like I said, rented out my house in Florida and started fresh in LA. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, Kristen is actually like very passionate. Well, obviously not only about fitness in general, but very particularly about the Versa Climber. So you guys, maybe some of you have heard of the Versa Climber. I definitely heard of Versa Climber once I started uh, working as a personal trainer at Equinox in Miami, Florida, um, because we had a Versa Climber there. That was seven years ago. Yeah, those are like um, the only gyms that do have it. Equinox is like the only gym that has it. Yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit about Versa Climber then? Like, uh, I guess you would know a lot because you're basically on the way to becoming a master trainer for Versa Climber. But tell us, like, what is the origins of it? What are the yeah. modalities? Um, yeah, so it is a machine that was created in the 80s to simulate climbing because at the time there was no type of cardio equipment or modality that um, replicated like the act of climbing. So contralateral movements. Climbing right as in? Rock climbing. Rock climbing. Yeah. Um, so it is a full body workout, high intensity, low impact on your lower back, your knees. So if you are recovering or have some type of injury, this actually is a great machine to use to mitigate any further risk or injury. Um, but you get a hell of a sweat using the Versa Climber. Um, the <clears throat> classes are about 30 minutes. That's it. That's it. And there was actually a study on men's health that compared like a spin class, which is typically an hour class. They burned around 750 calories and then um, a 30 minute Versa Climber was around 648 calories. So I'll let you do the math. 30 minutes, so it's time efficient, it's fun, and you will always be challenged. There's never gonna be a day where you're like, I've mastered the Versa Climber. You can always make it harder. So, I love it. Yeah, yeah. When I had first come across the Versa Climber, I had only seen it basically uh, positioned in the gym alongside the rest of the cardio equipment, like the assault bikes and the treadmills and things like that. <clears throat> and we did have a spinning studio. And um, never did I imagine that there would be something in existence where it's like basically Versa Climbers in a group fitness setting, which is exactly what uh, Crux or different Versa Climber studios that are now popping up around the world essentially, but yeah, particularly on the West Coast, California, um, a lot of those Versa Climber studios position very similarly to like what a cycling studio is positioned, like where you literally select your climber, which station you're gonna be at, and you have a number assigned to you, and you're at that station, and there's like, basically, like, it feels like you're in a club, you know? <laughs> because it has amazing music, and even like, 
strobe lights and different like lighting packages, so to speak. How was your and, experience? And I did, I did go to LA. I did go to LA and I took two of her classes. And um, obviously I'm not used to doing versus primer whatsoever, although I do have quite the fitness background. All I remember was definitely like sweat my ass off, first of all. A lot. Second of all, my legs were fried, according to Kristen. However, I call her Chris sometimes as well. According to Chris, you know, um, I was a little bit heavy on my feet, which I guess makes some sense because my legs are strong and powerful. But to be um, fair, to be fair, to be fair. Um, he did do like two-hour jiu-jitsu Oh, yeah, that I day. did. I did we two hours around all of LA. Bravo that day, yeah. He was on like three hours of sleep. There was a lot of yeah, determining yeah. factors. I took, I yeah. took that just because I was trying to flex on her, you know? <laughs> I should have stayed asleep. Probably should have. Yeah, my feet literally fell asleep, actually, yeah. while I was Oh, that's normal. That's primer. normal for, like, your first three classes. Your feet do fall asleep when you're trying to get that distribution on, like, where your feet should be. It's not something that you do on an everyday basis. So it takes a little time to get used to. Yeah. No, but it's definitely super fun um, and a modality that I think is, uh, I guess, very unique. Yeah. And I just recently tried rock climbing, so it makes a lot of sense yeah. as it pertains to that whole contralateral movement you know, reaching with your left arm and right leg and then vice versa, right? Mm -hmm. That's exactly what the climber does. But yeah, that's a little bit about Chris. Um, so she's particularly passionate about a lot of things in fitness, like we were just talking about Versa Climber. Um, however, she actually has a cookbook as well. And she loves all things nutrition, uh, especially like cooking, uh, diverse meals. Something that maybe I'm not like very known for. I'm a creature of habit. Like I basically buy the same exact things every single week and cook the same exact things, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Not a lot of diversity. However, while I've been here on quarantine, while we've been here together, she's like blown me away with these crazy, uh, I guess, meals and awesome options and um yeah why don't you tell us a little bit about nutrition well see i think by eric being able to eat the same thing every day that's very rare the main thing that people struggle with when it comes to nutrition and trying to eat healthy is that they don't like eating the same thing every single week it yeah it's really boring. funny you should mention that because i'm a total creature of habit it is true like i definitely like being like eating the same exact thing every single day like it's it's like, I feel like it's the path of le like least friction for me, but you're absolutely right. A lot of people do complain about, oh, uh, but I don't like going on diets because there's not a lot of diversity, or it's boring, or it's hard to stick to because of the fact that there isn't a lot of differences. Um, however, the way that you cook, there definitely is a lot of diversity. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I still, for me, I cook on Sundays, and I'll cook all my lunches for the week and all my dinners for the week. So essentially, for lunch and dinner I guess I am still having the same thing I may change up the sides but at least like my lunch and dinner and breakfast are different whereas I feel like <laughs> your lunch and dinner are like the same like you could do yeah basically steak and sweet potato and I do steak and potatoes every, like for crazy. every meal like if I have greens it'll be like Brussels sprouts if you um right, maybe some rice here and there um and as far as like the meat or the protein goes it's always like for the most part it's always steak Although sometimes it will be like fish or chicken, but not anywhere near as diverse as um, Kirsten's palate. I don't has think been. I've ever seen you cook chicken, like all of our video chats when you're cooking. I don't think yeah, I've ever yeah, seen chicken, you cook chicken you're right, once. You're right, you're right. Maybe, no, maybe just once. Uh, maybe just like once. Salmon or steak? Yeah, salmon or steak is usually the high fat proteins. Oh, I love it. I love fat in general, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, as far as nutrition, I'm a really big person on counting macros. 
I love macros, so I love having a specific number of protein, carbs, and fats based on your height, age, weight, um, activity level, type of job that you have, all those things go into play when it, um, determining how much you can eat a day. Um, and essentially, I guess it is calories in versus calories out. I feel like we always, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we always talk about this. As you guys know, I'm, because you've seen it on my podcasts, um, I'm a humongous proponent for what I call energy balance or what other people might call calories in versus calories out, which is like particularly for weight management goals, right? So this is not pretend to address any health issues whatsoever. Um, exactly. That's the caveat. That's the caveat, however you pronounce it. Um, particularly for weight management goals, meaning if you want to lose weight, if you want to gain weight, if you want to recomposition or maintain, right? The most important thing that I always preach about is calories in versus calories out or energy balance. Meaning, let's say for the sake of argument using an arbitrary number, you burn 2,500 calories a day doing nothing. That means that you need to eat less than that a day if you want to lose weight and you need to eat more than that a day if you want to gain weight. It's pretty much that simple as it pertains to energy balance. Now, obviously macros are extremely important because macronutrients are, uh, basically calories are made up of macronutrients, right? Mm -hmm. Four calories per gram of carb, four calories per gram of protein, nine calories per gram of fat. So obviously you are taking in macro macros as we are consuming these calories. However, there are different ratios or amounts that people uh, like to consume these calories, right? Um, or consume these macronutrients as it pertains to how many grams of protein, how many grams of carbs, how many grams of fat. That's definitely a huge question that you get in the fitness community. And as you go heavier into different topics like um, ketogenic dieting, for example, that might even get a little bit more confusing for people. Um, what type of what, what type of breakdowns do you preach or talk about with your macros? Um, so for the protein, I usually like to follow that rule of like 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per how much you weigh. Um, the carbs and fat are where I play the most in, depending on what my client or what I'm doing, what type of training am I doing? Am I doing more higher intensity? Am I doing um, more just resistance training? Am I just doing cardio? Which no, I never just do cardio, but some people do. Um, it just depends. Um, I like playing with it like every two weeks. It takes a long time to like actually get it down. It's not something that you just give somebody some macros and then in three days they're gonna see something. It takes a while and then you keep changing the macros um, as time goes with your client if you're seeing progress, if you're not seeing anything at all, then that's how you know if you need to adjust. Right on. Yeah, that's probably like the best tip of uh, the best tip that you can get, the best advice you can get there. Right? Is like you obviously take things like one week at a time, and then once you've got that full week in, doing everything that you're supposed to be doing, right? Crossing your T's, dotting your I's. If you're not where you're anticipating that you would have been, like if you were supposed to lose a pound for that week and you didn't then you know where you can change things, whether that be increasing your cardio or decreasing your caloric intake, for example. So yeah, just assessing as it pertains to all of that. Um, otherwise, what else do we got? We did want to talk about some other topics of conversation. We've got a little bit of a script going here. Um, oh. Yeah. So I think, nutrient dense foods so I think that's where we go back to like 
the calories in versus calorie calories out, and that's yeah. why we always like because that's kind of like saying energy balance is kind of a very like simplistic way to explain uh, energy balance because obviously, although it has been, um, I guess, experimented and proven in study that yeah, you can eat 500 calories worth of Twinkies and lose weight, but obviously that is extremely unhealthy for you, yeah. and you would develop tons of health issues if that's the you know type of diet that you decide to follow you know eating you know i don't know a thousand calories of donuts instead of eating nutrient dense foods like yes. you just mentioned so there's tons of caveats to that and places where you're going to want to really uh <laughs> double check your work so to speak so uh why don't you enlighten us on some nutrient dense foods yeah so like the type of protein that you get in so lean proteins like your chicken um, white fish, um, salmon is good, but like you also really need to stay mindful of the fat depending on what your macros are. Um, I don't eat as much red meat as Eric does, but like Eric, red meat is fine. Um, still tracking, making sure you know how much is in there. Um, ground turkey is one of my go-tos for the protein. And then as far as carbs, like your sweet potatoes, um, oats, brown rice, quinoa, um, those complex carbs compared to simple carbs like white bread, white rice, your refined sugars, donuts, all those things, those digest very quickly. You, they leave you hungry. You still have those calories in and you're literally hungry five minutes later. So eating those more nutrient-dense foods digest a lot slower, keep you fuller longer, and actually give you nutrients, micronutrients as well. Um, and then happy, uh, healthy fats like that you can find in salmon, avocado, different types of oils, um, yeah, obviously you want to stay from stay away from those high saturated fat foods. Those are not going to do anything for you. <clears throat> yeah, and like obviously it's um, quite the tedious job to keep track of everything that you're eating, um, especially if you're not using some sort of like application or you know third party to help you keep track of that. Uh, something that Kristen talks about a lot, and so do I, is my Fitness Pal. And without a doubt, if you are one of our clients. Or if you've simply stumbled upon some of our posts on Instagram or wherever it is that you're reading our information, we preach MyFitnessPal quite the amount because it's probably the most clutch thing that you can use in order to keep track of your nutrients, uh, your diet. Um, it's extremely easy and simple to use, um, literally as simple as scanning a barcode with your phone, okay? Yeah. And then you carry it everywhere you go because it's an app on your phone. And so not only will it actually calculate what your uh, caloric needs are for your goals, but it will keep track of um, what you've eaten all day by not only, not only subtracting your calories from your total like daily budget or daily goal, but it'll also subtract your macronutrients once you have those set up in place. And um, even if you have the free version, you can still keep really good track of your macronutrients, although there is a paid version that I don't really ever suggest people to get because, quite frankly, it's not necessary. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, it's quite the amazing app. It has an amazing database as well as even like if you were to eat out, for example, at like Starbucks and grab a breakfast sandwich, all their entire menu is on there. Yeah. I mean, it lets you it allows you to create your own meals as well too. If you're a cook and you're able to break down everything, like if you're making a taco bowl, you can create your own macros in there based on each individual item. Save it under your favorites if that's something that you're gonna be cooking all the time. Like me, I cook the same like seven meals, and then there you go. You go to my Creature meals. Of habit. Yeah, and you <laughs> have it. You have it. So it's good. Yeah, and so you know, 
Another thing that you kind of think about, especially when you start thinking about, you know, routines of like cooking all the time and preparing meals, right? We're talking about routines. Um, obviously, everyone's routine right now is completely thrown off because we're experiencing something that, quite frankly, we've never experienced before. Not in my lifetime. I don't know what other previous lifetime. People are comparing this uh, coronavirus crisis, this pandemic, to basically what happened in World War II. Uh, so uh, unless we're thinking back what would appear to be 80 years now, geez, yeah. 80 years ago, um, yeah, um, the economic, uh, I guess, impact of this coronavirus, of this pandemic is really um, affecting everyone's daily routines because there aren't even, as far as the entire nation goes, there aren't even any gyms available that you can openly go to. Um, and then even some resources are extremely scarce, right? And what I mean by resources is, you know, we're talking about nutrition. So obviously food amongst other things that maybe don't really like pertain so much to fitness, but, um, you know, like cleaning supplies and masks, Yeah. but, um, those types of resources, including certain food resources are becoming very difficult to find. Um, so like it's incredibly frustrating to try to keep up with a good routine fitness wise. Um, and particularly in beginning of this year of 2020 because of these radical differences and changes that we're seeing due to these pandemics. Um, and so Kristen and I are actually both doing online Zoom classes. She's doing on Instagram Live. Um, I'm doing uh, on Zoom, uh, particularly aimed towards the members to my gym Pursuit Fitness um, although it is open for everybody. So if you guys are interested in that, you can slide in either one of our DMs and we are both offering online training sessions um, that will basically include um, either body weight exercises or things that are easily accessible at home or whatever it is that you have available for you, even if you did decide to do like a one-on-one -on -one session, for example. Um, because quite frankly, that's the only thing that we have accessible and available for us right now. Right. Um, one of my favorite quotes is don't let the situation dictate, dictate the situation. Mm -hmm. And so right now um, it is completely out of our control. Um, this pandemic, we can't go to a gym. Obviously, um, it's literally punishable by law, like federally. OK, you can go yeah. to prison. So um, certain things, you know, so we can't dictate. We can't we can't let the situation dictate us. We have to dictate that situation, take control of it. And do with what we can, you know, like um, in-home fitness, for example. Um, so Kristen has got an awesome body weight uh, program that she has for like, if you wanted to do something online uh, that you can follow, a program that you can buy and purchase. Um, and like I mentioned, we do have those online Zoom classes. However, um, in times like this, it's incredibly important to basically... Uh, Prioritize your mental health, you know, yeah. so um, some things that we're doing to make sure that we stay uh, I guess because it has been incredibly frustrating to be cooped up at home You know um, is basically you can still maintain social distancing by getting out and about like, you know, we've done a hike Yeah, I went on a hike the other day um, We went on a date downtown, which literally we were the only people downtown yeah at all like it was if you guys see our instagram yeah <laughs> it was barren and desolate yeah yeah it was just keeping our distance from the people that were walking around getting on the other side of the sidewalk thinking about it. 10 feet distance although i know the guidelines say six but you know yeah um 
Yeah, you can still get outside. You can still make get a outside. Picnic, make a picnic, go outside, yeah. eat the car. I don't know. You have to get creative, like, because obviously you just can't sit on the couch and watch Netflix all day, every day. That that's it's too yeah. much. <laughs> you need to get out, get active. Sunlight is so important. Oh my just gosh, fresh yeah. air is so important. And again, um, your nutrition, like. I know, like, it's easy, like, all the Oreos and cookies, and I'm not even going to sit here in front, like, we haven't been eating cookies, and we haven't been having our drunk food, but, like, still trying to keep um, a healthy diet, getting those greens in, getting those, uh, the macros that we talked about, protein, carbs, and healthy fats, will improve your mood as well. Like, if you're just oh, eating yeah. a whole bunch of processed foods and fried sugar, that does, takes a toll on your mental health, your body, you're sluggish, you crash, you don't feel motivated, it all goes hand in hand, so just be mindful of that, too. Um, when you're snacking on the couch all day. Yeah, yeah, because that snacking on the couch all day gets yeah, old so. very quickly. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but like it's quick, it's very easy to like in situations like this fall into some sort of, uh, um, how would you call this, vortex, wormhole, whirlpool, uh, downward spiral was the word I was looking for, of basically like negative thoughts. And I just made a post on Instagram about this, quoting Marcus Aurelius, where you know, and I don't remember the exact quote right now, but it was something to the effect of like, if you, your mind basically takes the shape of whatever you put it, put in there. So if you're, con if you're, if you're constantly thinking about negative thoughts or anxieties and worries, which by the way, are extremely easy to think about right now. All right. Extremely easy because some people are out of a job. Okay. By some people, we mean us, you know, <laughs> And uh, you that is listening, um, you know, we don't have any income coming. Some people have literally lost their jobs. A lot of businesses, including Hilton, a major corporation, Fortune 500, okay, has fired so many people because of the fact that they cannot keep up economically. Um, so a lot of people are definitely stressing out and have a hell of a lot to worry about. And um, definitely a lot of anxieties uh, on the uh, on their forefront, you know, like right in front of them. Because at the end of the day, you know, you still live somewhere. You still have to pay bills, um, whether that be rent or car payments, insurance, whatever the case may be, mobile phones, you know. Um, so there's definitely a lot to worry about. However, we have to basically make the active choice and decision um, to be optimistic and to have optimism and to basically like as corny as it sounds you know like stay home stay safe uh, stay healthy they even mentioned stay connected you know like thanks to devices like this we can reach out to our loved ones and stay connected with our loved ones and that way um, even through these methods uh, surround ourselves with this optimism this positivity and love in general yeah. and so like yeah keep that in mind as you wake up every single day Right, surround yourself with these positive vibes and positive thoughts, and uh, something that you know. Because what is it? We've been close to three weeks, particularly in Arizona now, in this you know quote unquote lockdown situation. <clears throat> so you know the first week and a half was all cute, <laughs> where you're like, "Yay, we're on vacation!" Yeah. Woo! And so you start eating like the world is ending, yeah. and just you know basically living haphazardly. <laughs> Yeah, but now we're getting into what week three, and even me, like I'm my, really missing yeah. my job. Like I feel like what my purpose is to help inspire and motivate, which I know that I can still do through social media. But I love that one-on-one -on -one connection. I love actually teaching my classes. I love my one-on-one -on -one sessions in person, talking conversations. So 
it's been something I'm really struggling with these last couple of days of just feeling like, what am I doing? What am, what am I doing with myself? Yeah, like, you start feeling this like yeah. uh, despair. I know that's a heavy word, but <laughs> you start feeling this like uh, basically like hopelessness and like, what am I doing? Like, I binge watched this whole series, but I got nothing out of that. Yeah. Um, you know, you kind of just want to go back to providing the services and um, basically living your fulfilled lifestyle, you know? Yeah. Um, but instead you're stuck within the confines of uh, your house for most of the day you know you try to get out as much as you can but quite frankly you're not really supposed to um, there's certain things you're allowed to do like like we mentioned like going on hikes and walking outdoors that's all still allowed if you obviously follow social distancing but it's still incredibly frustrating right and so some of the things that I have my intentions and my sights set on is basically living out this quarantine with as much intention as possible um, maybe that means the night before going to sleep, going over your schedule for the next day and seeing what you can do to be productive, seeing what you can do to decompress, right? Seeing what you can do to be outside and still be safe and smart with the way that you are outside and the activities that you are partaking in. Um, and then also, you know, waking up early enough so that you can set your intentions for the day. Um, whether that be through uh, silence meditation, self-guided or guided with, you know, many apps that are available to us nowadays um, to help keep your mind like under control and not let it fall into those uh, downward spirals of like anxiety of like, oh, wow, so I got to pay all these bills, but I'm not making any money, mm -hmm. for example, mm -hmm. you know, so <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And also, guys, like I feel like a lot of people, when you ask them, why don't you go to the gym or why don't you do this and that, not even just fitness, the main number one answer is time. Time, time, right. time. I don't have time, I don't have time. Well, now a lot of us, unfortunately, I mean, I, I wish we still had our jobs, but we have a lot of time. So, um, and there's something I'm checking in with myself with is um, use the time. Like if there was a business that you wanted to start, if there was something that you needed to do, if there was an online course, if there was something with school that you needed to do or a class that you wanted to take, now is the time to do it instead of just treating this like it's a vacation. It's nice to take that those couple days off in the beginning to just rest because we all work really hard. Um, so I think that's important as well. But now that we're seeing that this may last a very long time, use the time wisely. Um, so yeah, I have like some continuing education stuff that I need to get get started on. So. Now's the perfect time to try to sign up for some online classes and start doing that. And that's a that's an incredibly good point that quite frankly I didn't even think about. Yeah, a lot of people complain about time. Uh, yeah, I would totally do this, but I don't have enough time. Uh, and and fitness being probably the top of the list yeah. of everyone's use of the time excuse. Yes. Okay. Oh, I, I would go to the gym or I would work out if I, I had work, more time. By the time I get a burger and I go to see the kids and blah, 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 blah. dinner and it's 10 o'clock. And well? that's all. Now you got to put your money where your mouth is <laughs> after talking all that shit for this long. You know, so now you have a lot of time, right? So yeah. what are you prioritizing your time with? Um, because guess what? You know, uh, as corny as it sounds, like I said, one of the things that they mention a lot is stay healthy. And although a lot of people might be thinking stay healthy means, okay, if I stay at home and isolate myself, I'll be healthy because I won't be exposed to whatever is out there as far as, you know, contracting the coronavirus, right? But honestly, what I think about personally when they say stay healthy is 
Guess what, guys? All those health risk factors that you already know about, like obesity and a sedentary lifestyle, are catching up with you as it pertains to the coronavirus, pandemics like this, or honestly simple diseases that already have existed in the past, but thanks to risk factors like obesity, like even smoking, or poor nutritional habits, sedentary lifestyles, you know, something like this comes along and now you start thinking to yourself, man, if I was leading a healthy lifestyle, I would be on the other side of the spectrum where I am at less of a risk of dying because of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. So you have to truly realize what your priorities are in moments like this because people use that complaint, uh, that excuse a lot. I don't have enough time. But in reality, you're, you're really cutting and selling yourself short because it's the best investment of time that you can do is prioritizing your health. Yeah. All right. And maybe a lot of people think that uh, are maybe vain or possibly even that they do it, you know, for self gratification to look good. Um, it is simply a side effect and a result of fitness, you know? Um, because in reality, most of us do it for not only our physical health, but I know that I started fitness because of my mental health. Yeah. And fitness, I mean, not to sound incredibly corny, but fitness did save me mentally. If I wasn't occupied and doing, um, you know, exercise and being active and leading an active lifestyle, using that as an adaptive coping mechanism, I would have done something else that is probably horrible for me. Um, which a lot of people around the world do, you know? So um, this is a good time to reflect on what your choices have been as it pertains to prioritizing your personal health because not only does it affect you, but it affects your kids and it affects your spouse and it affects your parents and all of your family and everyone that's around you in your circle. So use this time to introspect and to auto analyze right analyze yourself and meditate on you know how you can basically enhance your life in spite of this pandemic um or because of this pandemic you know i guess whichever way you want to see it yeah it's never too late to like start fresh and um start exercising up your nutrition make some meals never too late you can start right now yeah, yeah yeah and you know something else something else that I think about a lot uh, as it pertains to this particular subject is a lot of people like they see themselves where they are now and then they see maybe all these Instagram models like oh, yeah. looking so good and they're like man I want to be like that but that's impossible to get to because look at where I'm at um, first of all you have to start somewhere right everyone does but check this out okay one of my favorite and this is actually a song lyric okay one of my favorite quotes that I've ever heard was decisions are easier made a second time or a decision is easier made a second time and I've taken that with me everywhere I go and if you're really near and dear to me you've definitely heard me say this quote before and the reason that is is because right now you're at zero right one good decision will lead you in the positive direction, followed by another one, another one, another one, and eventually zero is so far back this way, and you're all the way over here, that one bad decision is going to knock you back, and you don't want to risk being knocked back to zero, so what? Guess what? It's going to be easier. It's going to be your habit to make good decisions, right? That's when you hear other quotes like, 
you know, motivation is bullshit, right? Habit is where it's at. Mm -hmm. So what habits are you making for yourself? What decisions are easy for you to make? If making shitty decisions is what's easy for you, you should be asking yourself why that is. Is that from Tom Mayer? No, no, it's not from Tom Mayer. That's from a rock band, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Called Lee Kim as Romans. That's the name of the band. All right. But yeah. So yeah, guys. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We gotta cut it here because that's all the time we have. However, we're definitely, because of quarantine, looking to make a lot more uh, posts and content like this. So if you have any questions or topics that you want us to cover, you know, DM underscore hype fitness or Eric Grillo underscore, send us a direct message, comment on this video link because it's more than likely going to be four different videos on IGTV and one big long pod podcast episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, it's available. Um, you can ask Siri to listen to Grillo Talk or ask your Google Assistant to listen to Grillo Talk. Alexa will take you there too. All right, so just find us, talk with us. We love to chat. Hope you've enjoyed it. And as always, big love. Mwah. Bye, guys. Take care. Bye.